I am Brendan York, the CEO of Electric Royalties. Uh, we are a royalty company focused exclusively on clean energy metals. Uh, we've got 22 royalties in our portfolio focused in and around uh, those projects in North America, Europe, and Australia that could fit the bill to be a domestic source of supply. Uh, we've got two cash flow royalties and a couple more expected to come into production uh, next year. And uh, we've just announced a major deal um, you know, in this last month here that I think uh, really kind of helps transform the company. So it's going to be an exciting year. Um, you know, I know markets are terrible right now, but uh, we're very excited. Uh, and as am I, as am I, anything lithium is exciting to me. So um, tell me about the deal. I, I kind of saw, saw the numbers looked kind of, you know, kind of crazy, but tell me about the structure of the deal and we can we get into what, what you actually bought. Yeah, well, judging by, you know, the recent market reaction, I don't think people quite understand, you know, what the opportunity is here. You know, we're not buying and holding, you know, 126 lithium properties. It's not going to be a, an onerous holding cost. Uh, to us, and, and we're not really changing our business model. Um, it's really buying a royalty prospect generation business. You know, Perry English is the guy who's gone out and staked uh, all this land in and around the best lithium projects in Ontario. Uh, a million acres, okay, uh, 126 properties. Of those properties, though, 105 are already, or 100 plus, are already being sold off to third parties. And so uh, we're actually expecting to make money uh, on these properties. Uh, it's forecast to be about 1.7 million. You know, for next year, and then it ramps up to about two million a year, uh, kind of moving forward after that for the next two years. Um, and so we're actually this is going to be cash flow generative uh, for us. Um, you know, at the end of the day, once these groups have actually earned into these properties, we're going to get royalties on those properties. And so, I mean, it's a it's a very creative deal. Our deal cost is only three million cash up front. Um, the cash flows back from these properties is actually going to pay for the deal. And uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, lithium is. You know, only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as as we you know expand out here over the next decade. I mean, I think they're forecasting thirty percent growth annually, uh, and so we kind of see Ontario's uh, potential. You know, kind of like the oil fields for Saudi Arabia, we think that could be lithium uh, in Ontario. So we're really excited about this. Yeah, I, I, like I say, it was Leah. when I looked at it, it's like over a million acres. Um, it's, it's just, I, I guess people don't really understand the whole kind of staking process and you know how much validation of what is of what is there is there for them to look at so when you say these are 126 um lithium properties what data is that what, what, what do we know so it's very early days from that point of view um like i said all of our uh the land that has been staked is in and around all the best lithium projects already existing in ontario but the funny thing is that when they were actually geologists were exploring this ground you know 15 20 years ago uh, they wouldn't even notice this in the notes, you know, where they'd be uh, pegmatites at surface, you know, which are now they're looking at as drill targets from surface. And so the funny thing is a lot of these properties are just being walked for the first time. They're finding drill targets at surface all over the place. And, you know, you look at the groups that have advanced their projects, you know, they're not spending huge amounts of money. You know, there's groups that have been 10, $15 million are getting to a PEA with, you know, billions in, in NPV. And so uh, I think it's very interesting. I think a lot of these projects uh, could be moved ahead very quickly. There's lots of targets. This isn't like, you know, we've been scouring this ground and we have to really look for obscure clues. I mean, they're finding drill targets, right? Just at surface by walking the ground. Um, and so, you know, and the, the development timeline for these lithium projects, you know, you're really looking at more of like the seven, eight years as the target uh, versus 15. And so, there's actually a much quicker development timeline. And and so I think it's a, of the prospect generation opportunities I've ever looked at. I mean, 
this is this is the most exciting thing that we've ever seen. Right. And what what exactly we're we looking at? That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Like we're seeing a lot of excitement in the marketplace and some huge valuations being created for you know companies like you know from Frontier, uh, like Lyft, like uh, Brunswick. Um, so lithium pigmentize is definitely the, the, the catchphrase of, of the moment, certainly in Canada. But is is that what you guys are talking about here across the board? Lithium at surface. Yeah, lithium at surface. Exactly. You know, we we made a couple of early bets on lithium. You know, a couple of years ago, we got in very cheap, um, and these were really the deposits at the time. They were the most advanced, but they were you know historic resources like at, at Seymour Lake. You know, then they raised 70 million. Now they're trying to fast track that project to production. And so, um, yeah, I think I think it's very exciting. It's it's early days yet, but uh, all lithium and and drill targets at surface, like with a million acres in and around all the best, you know, uh, area for this. I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of more new flow for us, definitely. Um, but I look at this. This is really the perfect marriage with our current portfolio. You know, we have a portfolio of 22 royalties already. I think if you look at, you know, where we expect cash flows to start to really ramp up, it's, you know, kind of three years out from now. Um, you know, we have some cash flow and royalties. We have some more that we're expecting to come into production over the next couple of years. But where our portfolio really starts to generate cash flow, you know, it's kind of three years out. And so we thought this was a perfect, you know, this covers all of our GNA, right? Our GNA is very low. Uh, the Just the revenue from this portfolio guarantees that we have the power in our hands, you know, to <laughs> make sure that we don't we don't have to ever raise money again. Um, and so that's been a goal for a long time. I think I've stated that with you for, you know, going back at least a year now, maybe two. Um, it's tougher and easier, you know, harder said than done. Uh, but that's, so that's one side of it. But to get a deal uh, like that, where you're, you're knocking something like that off your list and get all the upside, uh, you know, from these royalties, I mean, it's it's kind of the best of both worlds. Okay. So let me, I just want to be really clear about these kind of, these kind of layers of revenue which, and when they're kind of coming through. Because it's one of the hardest things, um, there is to do is value a royalty company, right? There's so many ways and so many different multiples used to value some company. So you kind of got this 5.76 million bucks coming in over the next three years, just specifically against this this project covers your GNA. All good news. G- give me give me a sort of sense of what you see coming through here on some of the other um, you know battery metal um, uh, royalties that you've got out there. Yeah, well, it's exciting times. I mean, we we just financed uh, Europe's only tin mine, <laughs> you know, really twice this year, a producing royalty that we created. Um, and, you know, I think that that mine has potential to increase production over the coming years. Obviously, we love where tin prices go. Uh, you know, we just financed uh, Northern Graphite, just one of the few graphite producers outside of China. Which, funnily enough, we had to fund because China had been flooding the market with uh, graphite concentrate, and that was really lowering prices. Obviously, within days of us closing that, uh, China, you know, initiated an export ban on graphite concentrate. So, you know, I think there's some really interesting opportunities out there in this space, and we seem to be really the only group, um, you know, really active and and uh, you know, kind of nimble enough to to take advantage of opportunities like this. So. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's exciting. We had we've had forty updates right over the last five six months on our project. Not that anybody <laughs> in the market seemed to care at all, um, but I think everything is going our way. We have uh, you know PFS that should come out on our uh, manganese asset, Battery Hill. I mean, it's the best manganese asset in Canada. Um, you know, we've got uh, project financing commitments already coming out on the Montsocier project, where they're partnered with Glencore. Feasibility study coming out later this year. Uh, you know, drill pro- programs are ongoing on a, both of our lithium projects, uh, you know, both in Quebec and in Ontario. Uh, and ROHA lithium royalty 
you know, we're expecting that should hopefully get through permitting process here uh, within the next kind of six months. And uh, and they'll start to ramp and include that in the North American lithium operation, uh, which we've been, you know, we've been waiting and looking forward to that for uh, definitely a bit over a year for sure. Okay. And uh, I'm just kind of looking at the market in, in terms of all equities are, you know, being hammered, beaten up real, real bad, right? Um, yeah. With royalty companies, you know, I think it's been argued by inverse CEOs um, that it, you, you kind of, not necessarily inflation proof or, or, or market proof. You get you get hit like the rest of us, um, but it it does give you time to actually consider you know your strategy, your focus, your you know your electric royalties, battery focus. So you, do you look at the market now as is and look at some of these these gold royalty companies and go, well, a gold prices like this, surely life's got to be. That. Are you tempted to look elsewhere? Honestly, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm definitely not. I just think the upside, you know, opportunity. I mean, what we're paying, right? Like those guys usually are paying at least one over an app because they've got so much competition. You know, if I look at our deals, I think we're paying one tenth of that. I think the upside opportunity um, in terms of pricing is far outweighs anything you'd see in gold. I know people have been talking about ten thousand gold for forever, uh, but you just look at what happened to lithium prices. You know, the last three years have come down a bit. But they went up, you know, like 10% or, or 10 times, you know, over the course of about a year and a half. And I think there's that potential across the board for these metals, you know, over the next decade at certain points. So I think there's a lot more upside than that. But, uh, you know, we can cherry pick the best opportunities. We're not, you know, trying to compete and just pick up the scraps of what's around. I mean, we're basically picking the exact projects, the companies we want to be supporting, you know, the best assets in our view. Um, and we're And we're the only group there. So... I think I think it's a really exciting time. I think all the stuff that we're doing now, you know, over a, a, a five, 10 year period um, is going to look look very smart. You know, obviously, we're doubling down. We thought this most recent deal. I think uh, I think lithium is going to be a very exciting space for a long time. Um, markets are really tough right now, but you can't lose sight of where the future is going. You know, okay, great, and and I get and I like the fact that you're focused on you know bringing money money through the door, not sitting on you know trying to bid on sort of long term. Um, projects is money available to you if you see other deals this is a great deal I, like you say I think it's probably better than some people uh, recognize um, but are you still looking around or do you have a view about what the market's going to be doing next year and perhaps with your GNA covered um, just sit back and, and, and maybe slow down on the, uh, the M&A slow down on the decision making and see what happens well, what's, here's what's the think? thing. I mean, you know, you look at where our valuation is today and we think it's just crazy. But uh, my family owns about 15%. We have Stefan Gleason, who's a very supportive shareholder. He's about, he's 19.9%. Right. You know, we have our original partners at Globex who's still on about 8%. I think we have, you know, very good ands, probably 70, 80% of our stock, you know, probably on the upper end. So if you look at our valuation today, you know, the, the, <laughs> the amount of stock that's out there loose trading might be a million and a half, two million bucks. Uh, you know, so ultimately we buy we buy our shares back. I think with the excess cash flow, um, you know, as soon as we could next year, just because that would be a very easy way. Um, and so that's that's kind of one aspect. Uh, but um, sorry, what was the, what was the other part of your question? Well, well, it's, it's it's really about you know how you view the the market and therefore yeah. how do you behave in a market like this. That's what I'm getting at. Well, I think the, the opportunities get bigger. I mean, I would definitely say more money's come to the space. We've just done a couple of conferences. We've been, you know, cutting back on marketing a lot this year. But, uh, you know, it's interesting discussions coming out of that. Funds that were, you know, primarily focused gold 
uh, and they had a very centralist focus around a geography are now kind of global and they're clean energy metals. And we're talking funds that are, you know, $500 million funds. Um, we've had a number of groups talk to us. The problem for us is that they don't deploy to small public companies, you know? And so that's, and that's, that's really the challenge. Um, but I think there's a lot more money coming to the space. They, the one thing they've all mostly said is they don't have the expertise really to deploy capital. And so I think a group like us, who's like actively doing deals and, you know, has a ton of more deals we could do. I think next year, the spotlight will definitely, you know, start to gravitate towards us. And that's part of this deal too. I think this deal gives us the size, you know, we, we couldn't make it happen on our valuation. It was like treading water. We're almost losing ground, you know, especially the last couple of months, but with the R22 royalty portfolio and this acquisition, I think we're, we're now a size that, you know, people are going to have to pay attention to. Right. Okay. So and let me let me ask you some rather rather blunt question, if if, if I may. You, you reference the fact that you know you think your valuation of your company is kind of crazy given the portfolio that you you've got and you know what you expect metal prices to be doing next year in in the space. Um, but how should people view you? Because there's gold or precious metal uh, royalties. Easy. We get it. It, they they get they get the multiples that that, that they get for, for you guys maybe people are kind of struggling to on the supply demand dynamics of each of the of the you know, the uh, green metals that you're invested in whereas you know gold and silver is a kind of well trodden trodden path it's a bit easier to kind of um, figure that out so how do I how do other investors look at this company and go do you know what I, I understand where it's going. I understand why they've got what they've got. And it's not just a case of a random collection of, you know, green metal uh, royalty opportunities. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate that. So, look, I'd say we're the kind of opportunity you invest in us and we're a pretty safe long-term hold. Um, you know, all the why? metals that Tell we me chased why. are- Give me the why. Give me the why. Yeah. So, look, all these metals have exponential growth forecasts moving forward. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, if you were to go invest in- and try and pick out one of these commodities. You got to pick a single asset. You got to pick a single mining team. And there's a lot of risk involved with that. You know, whereas we're diversified across nine clean energy metals, uh, we're diversified across 22 different clean energy metal assets. And we're really built to be more of a way, uh, one way that you can invest in the entire space and the clean energy space um, without taking on the risk, you know, and having to pick out individual companies, management teams, projects. Um, I think, you know, that's, that's really the key. With our GNA where it is, you know, and our cash flows, the risk side of us, you know, ever going defunct is, you know, much weaker than if you were a, a single asset mining development company. And I think, you know, over time, our cash flows as metal prices and this trend keeps continuing. All of that stuff will impact our bottom line directly. You know, our revenues are directly proportional to metal prices. Uh, we are protected against inflation, which obviously in this market, um, you know, it means something. You know, when, when we actually get cash flows, right, we have no unit production cost, right? We, we, it's all just straight cash flow across our GNA. Um, and we don't ever have to put up any more money, right? We have no holding costs. We have no capital costs. So, you know, capital costs balloon on a project that might be 100% dilution to those shareholders. Not for us. You know, our cash flow <laughs> percentage is always going to stay fixed. Um, and, you know, because we're in good jurisdictions, we can actually tie those royalties to the project. So, you know, even if management teams uh, make mistakes as that happens, uh, ultimately, our royalties really attached to that metal in the ground that we're ultimately going to need, you know, um, in the near future. So I think it's a much safer, it's a different way to play it, uh, but much, you know, reduced risk profile. And that's coming from a guy who's 95%, you know, invested in his own company. So he's built it out that way, uh, you know, to diversify his own investment as well. 
and and, and make it you know a little bit less risky. Okay, well, like um, Brendan, I'd like appreciate you coming on. I was, I'd like to say I was particularly excited given the current market vibe around lithium pegmatites, etc. What would you manage to pick up? Um, there and I didn't realize the kind of the cash contribution component to it. So yeah, all, all good stuff. Well, they like, sent us with us. Um, obviously, tough markets out there, but there's always stuff to talk about. We'll see you soon. Thanks a lot for having me, Matt. Uh, appreciate uh, coming back and talking to you anytime.